Hello and welcome to Dunktown, the podcast where we learn about basketball one game at a time. I'm Anastasia. And I'm Agata. And today we have an extra special guest. You know him from the No Dunks podcast. It's Trey Kirby. Hi. Hey, oh, great to see y'all again. Some oh. things have changed. Some things. <laughs> Thanks for coming back. Yes. Um, we were going to ask, you know, the last time you were on was March 4th, 2020. <laughs> Um, and then the NBA s- suspended the season on March 12th, 2020. So was that related? <laughs> uh, the evidence is undeniable at this point. The crazy thing is yeah. like, I mean, that's less than two years. Somehow we've had three seasons still. Oh, yeah. Crazy stuff. Jamming Money doesn't in. stop. Money doesn't stop. <laughs> that's right. They used to have those shirts during the lockout. Basketball never stops. Throw it just <laughs> at the bottom in parentheses. Also money. <laughs> <laughs> We all know what they mean by yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> that the basketball machine pumps money. Oh yeah. Um yeah, it's been wild how the season was suspended and we were like, "Oh no." And then they were like, "We're going to cram as much mm. in afterwards as we possibly can." So how how have you been for the last 2 years? Your hair is shorter. <laughs> Yeah, my hair got really long and then really short. That's how long of a two years it's been. I got my hair as long as it could possibly be. And then I was like, well, I did it. We come all this way. (laughs) Time to hack it off. But I don't know. How have the past two years been? We've been surviving and sometimes we've been thriving. My kids got old. They went from being toddlers to actual children who walk around. They're learning to read. We bought a house. Uh, you know, we got our cat delivered from back home. So, (laughs) so it's been an okay two years from that standpoint. So where are you now? Uh, well, we moved from Atlanta to Avondale Estates. Don't tell anybody. I still say Atlanta, you know, because otherwise they'll think they'll find out I'm in the suburbs here. Oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) The first (laughs) suburb, the first suburb. I can still see the tall buildings if I drive only five minutes, you know. (laughs) You're close. You're close Close enough. enough, Close enough. It's okay. Gabe can bleep it out. No one, yeah. no one has to know. <laughs> yeah, it, it'll just say Atlanta. Like it'll <laughs> yeah. be like a robot Atlanta. So. I love it. I love it. Uh, last time we spoke to you, you were pretty sad about the Bulls. And now, how are you feeling? 2020 bad times for the Bulls. 2021, yeah. they were on the upswing, though. It started early. True. January 5th, I remember they came back from 20 down in Portland. They beat the Blazers. That was the first time I was like, wow, this team... They might not be a joke anymore. Uh, then they played pretty well through the All-Star break last year, made a big trade. I was really excited. And then Zach Levine got COVID, and it was all over from there. But they had oh. a nice offseason, came back in the first half of the year. They were the best team through December, pretty much. So 2021 was a good year for the Bulls. Um, you know, I like to say they're back. They're 100% back to the point now where people don't even ask me anymore. They just assume that the Bulls are going to be a decent team, so... I'm happy. You know, I hung a Bulls flag outside my new house in the suburbs to really drive home the suburbsiness of it. It, (laughs) Like I was putting it up and I was like, wow, I never thought I was going to grow up to be my dad. And somehow I ended up becoming my father-in-law because I know like when I go visit his house, he's got a Green Bay Packers flag hanging from the top. I'm like, oh, my goodness. I'm 60 years old just like that. (laughs) The pandemic aged us all. Yeah, definitely true. Definitely true. We went through 10 years in two. <laughs> Do your neighbors call you out for, you know, having an, another state's team flag? Are they uh, mad at you? Not yet. Uh, they're <laughs> not yet. But uh, 
I don't know. I feel like uh, we're probably the youngest on the block right now. So we'll see mm. if anybody steps to us over the summer. <laughs> you have to yeah. fight someone. Some yeah, yeah. Fan. I mean, we have I mean, to establish uh, like our, <laughs> our place in the neighborhood, you know? <laughs> I feel like I feel like the Bulls just have like universal respect, though, because everyone's going to be like, you know, Michael Jordan, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. They're like, we get it. But if you were flying like a Lakers Pelicans flag yeah. or something, it would be <laughs> I much. I couldn't put up a Lakers flag. The Bulls, <laughs> you're right. They do have a little bit of uh, respect from the 1990s. There's a lot of there's a lot of Illinois license plates that I noticed down here anyway. Mm. So I think there's uh, quite a big uh, uh, resettlement down here. But you're right. I couldn't hang a Lakers flag. Mm. Maybe a Knicks Celtics. flag would be fl- fine. No way a Celtics. <laughs> and I don't uh, Knicks probably not at this point after the playoffs mm. last year. And definitely yeah, after not a Brooklyn Nets did. flag. Yeah. Oh no. Yeah, there's a few that How wouldn't dare fly. He? <laughs> Every once in a while I'll see like a Toronto Blue Jays flag in a, oh. in Atlanta. I'm like, wow, okay, nice. Respectful. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah. Wait, so Atlanta must have a lot of snowbirds. Oh yeah, there's in. a there's yeah. a lot of snowbirds. I would say the most flags you're seeing, no surprise, college football. You're seeing a ton oh. of Georgia flags, Auburn, Alabama, all the down south schools. But yeah, there's a you know, they call it uh, what a, I don't what do they call it when everybody moves into your city? Uh gentrification. <laughs> Yes, exactly right. I don't know. (laughs) Nonetheless, it feels like there are more people from surrounding areas than people who grew up in Atlanta. Yeah. So there's definitely that vibe. Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. Um, So you had mentioned on your last episode that you would kiss Joaquin Noah. He's no longer in the league. Do you think that's related? Um, I don't know if that's related, but I do think it's related that he's now a Chicago Bulls ambassador. Like they had Joaquin Noah night in in Chicago. I think it was a Bulls versus Knicks game, another one of his teams. Uh, And now like he somehow is associated with the franchise. So they ran him out for, you know, DeMar DeRozan and Zach Levine are going to the All-Star game and it's in Mm -hmm. Cleveland. And Noah obviously had his big thing where he's saying, whoever goes to Cleveland, I would never go to Cleveland, which is a... (laughs) kind of defined my life views on Cleveland ever since. So they brought him <laughs> back. They did a little bit of a parody of it. And he says, well, those guys can have fun in Cleveland. I'll be having my margarita in Mexico. So I still <laughs> stand a legend. <laughs> Do, is there someone currently in the league that you would kiss? Uh, um, you need a replacement. A replacement for Joaquim um, Noah's, you know, retired He's not kissing anymore. He's retired. Yeah, he's, he's not, not kissing. To kiss. he's, he's off the board now that he's hung up the sneakers. Yeah. <laughs> uh, who would I kiss right now? It might be a little cliche, and he might say no, but I would kiss John Morant. That guy is the man right now. Everybody's yeah. on his side. He would side. not say no. He would He would enthusiastically participate. He's so sweet. Come on. Yeah, he's I would the kiss sweetest guy, and he's also like the coolest player, it feels like, that there's been in the league and a few seasons at, or at the very least, it feels like there are more people backing the Grizzlies now than any team since like the first Warriors championship team where they kind of came out of nowhere and Steph Curry was the hot name on the scene. So, right. <laughs> That's we a drove. great photo. <laughs> <laughs> We're looking at a photo of him. This like, is good. That's a smoochable face lips. right there. That's a meme right there. Let's ma- Should we make a meme with this? Yeah. I can't believe I've never seen that picture. It feels like one that would definitely be all over Twitter when something funny is so happening with the Grizzlies. But 
I don't let's, know. The Bulls play the Grizzlies, and then you know it'll be the we'll we'll be the starting point of the meme. Yeah. This is the birthplace of a meme. I love it. <laughs> we drove um, Atlanta to Memphis is five and a half hours or something like that. Um, uh-huh. The Bulls were playing in Memphis on Ooh. Martin Luther King Day, which was like a big time game. It was in the middle of the day. So we could go there. We could get back. It was supposed to take us five and a half hours, like I said, but it took us uh, seven hours on the way there. We got mm-hmm. there. The wow. Grizzlies beat the Bulls. So that was sad. The Bulls were playing their worst basketball of the season, but Ja had like a 360 layup. And I was like, well, that was worth 12 hours of driving because it did take us another five and a half on the way back when we oh went, went the right way. Well, oh, on a, no. if you're going to go out of the way on a road trip, you want it to be on the way there. Much yeah, more so true. on the way back. So that's true. I don't know. Yeah. I feel like 12 hours of driving, totally worth it for one 360 layup. I'll never forget. It was MLK Day, too. I mean, that's such a big deal for Memphis. Exactly um, right. Yeah. So, yeah, and part of our plan was like to go and experience Memphis uh, before the game so that we could get back in time. <laughs> but oh, instead, no. we were like running into the arena as they mm. were getting ready to jump ball. So we didn't get the full Memphis experience this time around, unfortunately. I've only been there once, but we did just stop for breakfast and that was it. Were you on a road trip? Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. I've From never Chicago to Dallas. Damn. There you go. Route 57. I saw it on the signs. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I've never been to Memphis, but it seems very cool. Um, I feel like all of Tennessee seems worth a trip. Lots of stuff going on there. Yeah, um, we drive through Memphis quite a bit. We always get stuck in Chattanooga in traffic. The only thing I could really al- other offer on the trip was we went to a Bucky's for the first time. Ooh. Oh, I love Bucky's. <sighs> you know, you, you hear like about so many like uh, fast food places, you know, like there'll be like a lot of people celebrate in and out or Five Guys or mm-hmm. Loves as a gas station. And you go yeah. and you're like, okay, it's a fast food place or it's a gas station. I mm-hmm. felt like I was ready to be disappointed by Bucky's. And then it completely blew away every expectation I had. I wow. was like, this is so legitimately good. awesome. We went, you know, we got in at 10 o'clock at night and they're slicing brisket sandwiches. What's yes. better than this? I wow. love that. Did you get any beaver nuggets? Oh, of course got beaver nuggets. <laughs> I was living off beaver nuggets for like the next three days. <laughs> they're so good. Yeah, I Ugh, know. I couldn't believe it. That kind of stuff. I'm like, it could easily not live up to the hype or the expectations. And it completely blew it away. I was like, I will go out of my way to go to a Bucky's anytime I'm driving at this point. I wish we had one anywhere near us. Yeah, we would have to go pretty far away to, oh, to sure. get to yeah. one. Yeah, they just they just dropped in Georgia. Two of them in Georgia right now. Exciting stuff. Oh, oh my god, amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, going back to Jaw, he is doing. So- he's always had great hair, but he's been doing something that I really really love, where he will wrap uh, two of his locks in different colors. And then he puts it up into a little top pony that's like, it's like a a fountain (laughs) coming off the top of his head. And it's so cute. And the fact that he chooses his, the colors, like it, it clearly is something that he is like choosing per game or like per week, you know? And, uh, it's super cute. Yeah. He's a very good looking guy. Yeah. yeah, I think he's got an incredibly cool look and it fits away like with his play style so well. Like mm-hmm. it's it's very cool to me because I don't know when I think of NBA ponytail guys, it's like Joachim Noah, who was yeah. kind of a divisive figure. Like if you're a Bulls fan, you love him, but he would rub a lot of the other fan bases the the other the wrong way. Ja seems to be universally beloved right now. 
Yeah. And he's going to be yeah. like the best long-haired guard of all time, it feels like. You don't see oh. a lot of guards running around with their hair flopping about. Yeah. Steve Nash, I suppose, had kind of long hair, but he was always like brushing his- it out of his face the entire time. Jaw looks cool. Being from Phoenix, I'm a huge Steve Nash fan, but I will say when he had his long hair, it was gross. <laughs> like it was so greasy yeah, and very wet. sweaty and like plastered mm-hmm. on his head. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He also had frosted tips at one point, oh which boy. is no bueno. Ew. Yeah, let's look at Steve oh, and his... Yeah, that, oh, that, that's like that, the go-to move, spreading yeah. it <laughs> right and left. Oh, God, it's horrible. And when he cut his hair, I was like, ooh, so much cuter, Upgrade. Steve. Yep, total yeah, upgrade. had some looks. Look at those frosted oh, tips. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not on board. When are, when are frosted tips coming back? I would be in. I would be hey, in a little bit. Hey, the 90s are back. I feel no like doubt. the TikTok kids have got to be frosting those tips by now. Yeah, we're going to see a Justin Timberlake like frosted curls pretty soon. Somebody's got to uh, get in on it. A ramen, ramen hair. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't think I'm ready for that to come back. I'm, I'm curious because the kids on TikTok, I'm about to sound old, but these kids, these, these <laughs> it's boys in particular are doing something with their hair that I hate where it's just a fluffy, like ski <laughs> slope. <laughs> yeah. I can't even describe Gabe. If you Google TikTok hair, you might find it, but it's just like, um, a lot it's long in the front and nowhere else. Yeah. Okay. Like that Ugh. first picture. Yes. This and is like a, like a heavy bang almost, huh? A very messy, heavy bang. Short on the side <laughs> and then just a lot of hair that's like fluffy and pushed forward. <laughs> and often it goes down and like swoops up. Oh, And I okay. just do not like it. This is my, my version of get a haircut hippie. <laughs> yeah. Push your hair off your face. I don't know about y'all, <laughs> but for me, like... Like I had long hair. I obviously have a big beard, but like any anything touching my forehead, it drives me crazy. It drives me mm. crazy. I couldn't I could never do this like just on your forehead look. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Only the forehead. That's I feel also like, like breakout Nurkic city for me. Hair. Oh man, yeah. Real sweaty under there. No. <laughs> uh-uh. Gross. Uh-uh. Yeah, I can't. That's why I can't have. I can't even have regular bangs because no. I don't want. Yeah, I don't want that. I used to love having bangs, but even then, it was like it's. It, they get greasy and weird, mm-hmm. and it's like I, you don't want to deal with it. You know? Yeah, you're gonna wash them like every single day. Yeah, but yeah, kids, <laughs> TikTok boys, if you're listening to this, <laughs> trim those bangs, boys. <laughs> we want to see your beautiful eyes. That's right. Kinda- Let's see that face. <laughs> Let them be kids. I know. I I feel very old <laughs> telling them I don't like their haircuts, but what you gonna do? That to me is a very like uh, it reminds me of like Southern high school boys playing football. I don't know mm. why. Like there was a MTV had that show. Literally, I hate saying this. Literally, like fifteen years ago, two a days where like you know they had the quarterback who ends up going to Alabama or something like that, and they all mm. had like the big swoopy bangs. Maybe not as like <laughs> forward pushed. <laughs> was like, more at, like Justin like, Bieber. Yeah, yeah more like a Bieberish. Bieber. Way more yeah. Bieberish. This has a lot more volume. Mm, mm. Yeah, that's true. It no. is. It is different than yeah. the kids of our day. <laughs> oh, the kids! Those kids I, have always loved bangs. I suppose. 
<laughs> kids love bangs. That's what we're figuring out. They've got so much more volume these days. You know, That's they've got to right. be they've got to be you know using a dryer and oh, like a round brush and shit. They want you to believe that they woke up like that. They did not. No. They're blow drying. They're yeah. using a big ass brush. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. I saw one of those images said tutorial, and honestly, I was a little curious, <laughs> but <laughs> you should try it. See if it's a good look for you. Yeah, I'll yeah. follow up. I'll, I'll circle back on that. Go through the full tutorial. <laughs> yeah love the haircut though trey uh looking good i feel like i too my hair grew out really long during you know lockdown and i was cutting it myself and then once i got that first haircut after i got vaccinated i don't know it was like i could like see clearly for the first time i, <laughs> I felt keep so light oh uh, definitely yeah i was like it took me a long time to grow my hair long. I didn't get a haircut for about three and a half years. Wow. And, you know, just having curly hair, it can take a long time for it to actually look long. And as soon as it, get, it got long, I was like, oh, this is a lot of upkeep. Yeah. <laughs> this is a lot yeah. more work than I thought I was going to be just throwing a ponytail every day. It's um, hard. But then I was like, I don't know. And then if I, if, I, if I get a haircut, will I ever have long hair again? It's going to take so much longer to grow it out to that length. And then as soon as I got a cut, I was like, oh, this is this is great. I'm never looking back. I don't miss it at all. Yeah, it is a lot harder than people think. Or oh, is, yeah. I always forget about how hard it is until I do it. Um, but then I had the same experience with like getting my hair cut after I got vaccinated. But then like my hairstylist was like, you don't need to wear a mask like while we're doing this. And I was like, no. <laughs> yes, I do. You're like a foot away from me. You're cutting my hair. <laughs> like breathing into my mouth. Right. I was like, oh, that makes me nervous. <laughs> but no doubt. I- yeah. My guy, like when I get my hair cut, I'll go and get my beard trimmed as well. And they'll brush it out to like, you know, full puffiness. And then he's Love like that. up close, as close as he can be. Trimming it like hedges. You know? <laughs> That's what it looks like to me. I'm like, okay, I'm glad we're masked up for this part. You need an Edward Scissorhands situation. <laughs> yeah, just, like, exactly. Come in there. <laughs> so last time we talked to you, you were trying to dunk. Did you dunk? Uh, no, I'm still trying. <laughs> no. Like you said, uh, the NBA shut down a week later. Uh, and so did I, I would say, you know, I remember I played basketball that March 11th was the night that all, everything got shut down with Rudy Gobert. Vince Carter had his last career basket yes. and it was like Rudy Gobert and Tom Hanks were the first names that had COVID here in the United <laughs> States, yeah. basically. So we just yeah. got an email. We just got our, um, our, uh, like our, our pickup run that we've been playing on that same Wednesday night. We're just now starting it two Wednesdays ago. And the guy who runs it sent out an email. He's like, I'll never forget that night, March 11th, we left and Trey said, Rudy Gobert and Tom Hanks have COVID. I'll see you when I see you. Nobody (laughs) knew it would be two years. So I had about a two year layoff. I thought I was going to have a year of like jump training. You know, Mm. I've been flipping through old slam magazines, looking at the strength shoes, all the jump programs they got. Wow. I think I thought a year, no problem. If I work hard enough, I can jump an extra four inches higher. Uh, instead, I just didn't go into a gym for <laughs> a year and a half, you know? Mm-hmm. So yeah. I think I'm farther away now than when we talked last. You had to start back at square one. Yeah. Had to learn yeah. how to walk again. Had to learn how to run. <laughs> Crawl. <laughs> yeah, it was walk. tough. Yeah. I started from the beginning. I thought that was the smart way to do it. <laughs> Your toddlers are like, come on, come on. 
it. You can do it. You're such a big boy. <laughs> we all had so many like goals and uh, plans dashed away. Um, makes sense. But, you know, good for you for starting over. And yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Get, um, getting back at it. The goals just had to change. So instead of being able to dunk, I started jump roping again. I was like, that's a oh, vintage yeah. that's a vintage exercise to be doing outside, jump roping. And I got really good at cracking eggs with one hand. So that was like okay. my other. I was that's like, well, thing. if I'm going to be in here cooking all the time, I better learn how to crack an egg with one hand. I want to do, I want to learn that skill. I am so bad at cracking eggs. Me too. I, I get it everywhere. Yeah, I don't know why I'm so bad. Because I, I really like either a poached or a, you know, like over easy kind of egg or a sunny side up egg. Sure. And so I want that yolk intact and I always break it somehow. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, what is wrong with me? What's your secret? <laughs> Finesse, not force. Oh. That's our, that's our preaching point around here. And I mean... Don't crack it on a bowl. Crack it on the flat side. Those would be my my main mm. tips. Nice. Don't crack it on a bowl. Okay, I've been fucking that up. I started. <laughs> that's a, that's I a sharp s- edge on the edge of that bowl. You know. Mm-hmm. I thought that was what you wanted. That's gonna crack anyways, though. I think. I mean, that's mm. a that's a fragile egg. So you're just saying flat surface. So I go flat surface with like the flat side of the egg. Split it. You're dropping, uh, you're dropping your yolks. I mean, I'll break a yolk. I'll, of course, have a shell in there. I'm still not good at it, but I'm better at it than you're I was. You're doing it. Yeah, I'm doing it. I'm going to I'm gonna try and get every egg fine. But if I do six of them, maybe I'm cracking one yolk. That, you know, I can yeah, that's it. pretty good. Those are good odds. Okay. Yeah. I saw at a diner one time a guy using a butter knife, and he was so fast where he was just like, crack the egg, you know, drop it in, crack an egg, drop it in. And I was like, I'm going to do that. And that is not a good idea. Not <laughs> point knives at your hand. <laughs> like, it gets egg everywhere. It gets, you know, shell everywhere. Uh, that's probably so like an advanced maneuver. Like an advanced maneuver that's so hard to do, it actually looks easy. Like, people are like, you know, Tracy McGrady, this guy, he's just he looks like he could fall asleep while he's playing basketball. But he's really just so good at it that mm-hmm. he doesn't have to look like he's trying hard. That's the same thing with a knife. You're like, oh, that looks easy. Yeah, but that guy's cracking like hundreds of eggs a day. Yeah, <laughs> knife to egg twenty four seven. I mean, you know, you know, the cooks at Waffle House are just like, yeah, you know, so half many a eggs. second per yeah. egg. Yeah, They're, they they got it down. They know it. Oh, I got I got to get that good. <laughs> yeah, someday. Um, let's move on to our next yeah. segment. So we so much happens in a week, we can't possibly cover it all. So we wrap it up in a little segment called Previously on Basketball. Last week on Step by Step Basketball. Wow, Step by Step. I haven't thought about that show in decades. All right, wish me in, Gabe. Let's talk about tra- trades, baby. <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> New Sixer James Harden gets picked last at the 2022 NBA All Star Draft. Ooh. The LA Sparks add big names Jordan Canada, Kennedy Carter, and Liz Cambage to their roster. Wizards Bradley Beal is done for the season after undergoing surgery on his left wrist. 
three NBA Antetokounmpo's are teaming up for this year's Taco Bell Skills Challenge. Carl Anthony Towns defends himself from accusations that he faked his wordle. <laughs> <laughs> let's see his tweets. Yeah, let's see these tweets. <laughs> he said... <laughs> so he posted that he got it in three out of six tries. Uh-huh. And then Owen Ellickson, friend of the pod, past guest, he said no legal guest path could lead to these results given today's answer. Cats poking, posting fake stats. Wow. And then Cat <laughs> responds <laughs> with, okay, with a video. He, yeah. Holy shit. Seems legit. Seems legit. Yep. He, he posted his receipts like. It's legitimately his score. He says, I see the problem here. My wordle <laughs> shows this as 237. So the word ulcer, I never got. But laugh my ass off. If, you, if you're mad at my results, then you ain't going to be happy about call me nonstop score. Who's that? Josh Okogle. Okogie, yeah. Wait, wait. So that's he, he Josh Okogie? Yeah, he got he got it in two. Oh, he got wow. it in two. <laughs> Josh said, "All I know, Carl, is that all these false allegations got me in my bag," <laughs> which is very funny. Um, wow, wow, we got to have Owen back to explain what it was like to be in the middle of drama. Yeah, that is <laughs> wild. Uh, poor cat, everyone's coming for him. Yeah, this. Uh, this ruined world wordle for me on this day. I hadn't done it yet, but obviously it broke uh, <laughs> like broke <laughs> broke as an NBA story. I had to see what was happening, so I got a free one on this day, which was nice. But uh <laughs> Yeah, I was like struggling wow. to come up with UC words even after I saw the tweets until like you have to go into, you know, like the aggregator story to actually figure out like Ucter. Excuse me. <laughs> yeah, I Thankfully, didn't see this till after uh, I had finished my daily Wordle, but that was a hard one. So I also see why people maybe were like outraged or whatever, <laughs> because it it took me so long to get it. I mean, it was it was a hard one. Who's using you's ever? Come on. Who's starting with you? You is yeah. the last vowel that I'm working into my... <laughs> my cadence, my my uh, my wordle cadence. It's coming all up my, last every time. All, <laughs> my starter words, my normal starter words. There's not a U in sight. I'm not no putting choice. a U in there. Come uh-uh. on. <laughs> all right. So let's talk about Joel Embiid. Um, after the Ben Simmons, James Harden trade, sent out a tweet uh, with featuring a gentleman from a classic meme. <laughs> Where, Talk about classic memes. Yeah, it's it's a a man who's you know very dressed up, wearing a suit, and he said, and uh, the meme is him saying, you know, I showed up to my haters' funeral today just to make sure he's dead. <laughs> <laughs> this guy's too good. He and doesn't he, even need the full meme to get his point across. Huh? Yeah. He's just like they'll know the picture. They'll know. Everybody, everybody knows what this means, yeah. and yeah. then he gets asked about it in the press conference. Well, I, I want to just point out really quick that for a while now, his name on Twitter has been Joel Troel. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> he knows what he's doing. Okay. He's he a troll. Okay. So here's what he said at the press conference. Uh, how long did you have that uh, tweet ready? 
Uh, <laughs> honestly, I don't even know what the tweet was about. I just, I just, I just tweeted, uh, you know, random person. Uh, <laughs> <not that terrible. laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I just saw the picture on the internet. I thought he was well dressed. Um, you know, you know, he had a nice suit on. Uh, you know, good looking. Uh, so you know he had some swag, so I just thought it was a good picture. Lies, Joel. Lies. I love this guy. I love uh, this guy. I love him too. Yeah, he he's just the he's the funniest guy. He's obviously the best trash talker in yeah. the league, and then he right. also like my favorite thing he does is anytime he's involved in like you know some sort of on court beef with whoever, like Andre Drummond. He'll, uh, he'll not only will he tag him in a photo, he'll put up the photo and then the location will be like Hater Town or something, right? <laughs> <laughs> like he's finding the craziest locations to just go to the next level. But I don't know. Here's a question for y'all. Yeah. I proposed once the G- James Harden trade went down that the Philadelphia 76ers become like the biggest villains in the league. But then oh, everybody yeah. says to me, well, actually, the Nets are the biggest villains in the league. They still have Ben Simmons and Kyrie Irving. Which is a pretty solid point. So mm. who do you think is more of the villains there? The the Nets or the 76ers? That's a good question. Mm. Cause they yeah, I I kind of feel like I'm gonna say the Nets. Cause I feel like Kyrie has really made himself an enemy. Yes. <laughs> of yeah. Many. yeah. We were Kyrie defenders for a long time. Yeah. But uh, sometimes it's hard to defend him. But yeah. I have to say, <laughs> look. I know, God, people are going to come at me for this. This I like never take incoming. I never (laughs) say my opinion on stuff like this for these reasons, but I have never liked James Harden. I've just, I hate his attitude. I'm not a fan of like his style of play. I, I admit he's good. I'm not going to, you know, of course he's a great shooter. He could beat you one-on-one. He could definitely (laughs) beat you (laughs) one-on-one. Yeah, you say that, but you couldn't guard him. (laughs) <laughs> no, I agree. That's why I that's why I thought um that that's why I thought the 76ers would be bigger villains because there are a lot of people that feel that way about Harden yeah. and you know mm, the way he played himself true. out of Houston was distasteful quite similar with the Nets and then even just his general style of play where like I'm trying to draw fouls, I'm shooting the ball every time. It got right. really bad in Houston, so Yeah. I don't know, but but Embiid is so beloved, right? Like he's the kind of guy who can get away with this kind of trash talk and not giving a real answer to it, and people love it. So to me, maybe they're more of like a wrestling heel kind of team where like right. people mm-hmm. love to hate them. But then you compare them to the 76ers and it's, or uh, I'm sorry, to the Nets, and it's like Kyrie Irving is. You know, like you're saying, I like to defend him back in the day as well, but he's made it impossible since 2021 came around, to be quite honest. Uh, Ben Simmons, obviously, we haven't seen him for months and months now. And like, I never really was upset with Kevin Durant, but a lot of people are. You know, Kevin Durant's not a beloved guy in the league. That's for sure. I think that actually is the cherry on top. Mm -hmm. I love Kevin Durant. I think he's so funny and I love how big of a troll he is, too. But the fact that they have three dudes on their team that people hate. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think yeah, it's exactly. definitely the Nets. But also, like, I'm just so fucking glad the Ben Simmons thing is resolved. Yes. Like, I don't want to fucking hear about it anymore. No like, doubt. If it w- if he hadn't have been traded, I would not have been able to sit through, like, another 
<laughs> six months yeah. until it's the summer it's... of, oh, who is trading for him now? Oh. So very happy it got done. Yeah, yes, me too. And, you know, it's actually really kind of funny to me that he got traded for a guy who also was doing that, who also didn't want to yes. play right. for their team. Yeah. It's like two, two grumpy dudes just being handed off. Um, right. So hopefully they're happier where they are now, but who knows? They might still be grumpy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's very weird that at the beginning of the year, it was like, why don't the Nets and 76ers just trade Ben Simmons for Kyrie Irving and all their problems will be solved. And then we played like four months of the season. It was like, why don't they just trade James Harden for Ben Simmons and everybody's <laughs> problem will be solved. <laughs> kind of worked. Yeah, exactly. I guess we'll see what happens. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right, let's look at what Dame had to say after CJ McCollum was traded to the Pelicans. Aww. Oh, cute. He posted a gallery of oh, hit, a full gallery, a full 10 photo gallery oh, of them snoozing together being on the friends, <laughs> hanging out, snoozing, hugging on the court. Oh, he says, grateful for our brotherhood and friendship above all, brah. We knew this day would come, but it doesn't make it any easier. Hurt my heart to know shit won't be the same, but the love gonna always remain. See, you know what oh, time it is boys. with me. <laughs> you know what time it is. It's Dame time. <laughs> <laughs> you know it's always Dame time. <laughs> it's in my nickname. <laughs> this is too precious. This I'm, is cute. I, I'm very glad we got to see them play together. Yeah. Nurk also posted some cute stuff where he was like lifting CJ up like a baby and stuff. And I kind of just, <laughs> you can really feel the love for CJ that's in Portland and they all knew this had to happen, but we're sad about it. That being said, I think he loves gumbo and stuff. I think he's going to have a great time. <laughs> I mean, who Orleans. doesn't? Yeah, exactly. I would, right. Ugh, I fucking love new Orleans. It's one of my favorite cities in the whole country. Do you want to be traded? To the I Pelicans? mean, <laughs> we got to find a New Orleans-based podcast. Yeah, you can trade me there. Yeah, perfect. <laughs> Who's who does podcasts out of New Orleans? It used to be Josh Hart, but he That's got right. traded too. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he got relocated to Portland. Actually, too bad. Um, let's look at this video of Tyrese Halliburton. When he was asked how he feels after being traded to the Pacers, you know, I put a lot of. A lot of love, a lot of trust in Sacramento and kind of immersed myself in the community and with the people. And it hurt when I got traded because, you know, I loved I loved being there and I love the people. But, you know, coming here, I'm going to do the same thing. You know what I'm saying? They've shown me none but love since I've gotten here. And they, they're another organization taking a chance on me when they have no reason to. So I'm going to put everything I got to do. That was, a, that was a shock to me. He seems sad. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I mean, he seemed to be... Pr- pretty beloved uh, in Sacramento and the way he said he had immersed himself into the community. And I remember there was that clip from earlier in the season where they're basically asking him like, how do you stay positive after years of the Kings losing? And now you're losing again. He's like, I'm not going to, I'm going to turn this culture around. We're going to, we're going to put Sacramento on the map. They're going to be good again. And they're like, see ya. We'll take Demonte Sabonis. So yeah, it's a little bit of a bummer of it. And I don't know. It's always weird at this time of year. I mean, Halliburton's a younger guy, so he'll probably yeah. end up sticking in Indiana for quite some time. But they're, you know, like you'll see at the end of their players' careers, there are guys who are like traded every season or mm-hmm. they're in a new city every few years. And at that point, you know, they're in their 30s. A lot of them will have families and you're just relocating every 16 months to go live somewhere for 50 right. nights a year. Weird stuff. 
Yeah, that is that's the sad part of this game, huh? I feel like especially for like the guys who are like mid-career or like older in their career, it's got to be hard to know like what to do. Like what do you do to get to where you want to be at that point because you have no control. If I'm sure it feels like that way, at least, you know? Oh, definitely. Yeah. And I don't know, like anytime there are, there are players at the end of their career and they're like, uh, I want to be in this area of the country because I want to not have to be away from my family every time. And I want to actually like get to see my kids at the end of the day when I'm actually in town. I'm like, yeah, that makes sense to me. Like Steve right. Nash, right? He left right. Uh, Phoenix for the Lakers because he wanted to be in Southern California. I don't blame right. him for that. But that was also a bad decision. <laughs> I mean, it didn't work out. It didn't work out, but at least he had his family around. Yeah, but also, Kawhi did the same thing. Yep, yeah, exactly right. I don't blame anyone who wants to do that. Um, your your Bulls have quite a few guys like Damar and Lonzo um, who were traded away and, and unhappy about it. And so it kind of feels like a nice revenge team or like... <laughs> show them what's what kind of team, you know, where it's like you traded us away and now look at what we're doing. We're going to you know? come spank you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How dare you? Yeah. I like it. I like a little bit of the chip on their shoulders, something to prove. Cause you're right. It's a, uh, I mean, even Levine was like the centerpiece of the Jimmy Butler trade. And when it happened, myself included, pretty much all, all Bulls fans are like, what are we doing here? We, Jimmy Butler had his best season of his career, and now we're trading him away. It definitely felt like the Bulls lost that trade. Uh, yeah. But it just yeah. took four years for it to turn around. And I don't know. So even him starting from a, a beginning like that, I think, is pretty impressive. And I'm like so happy for that guy because he went through some of the worst times in the league and playing yeah. for some of the worst teams in the league and just embarrassing stuff like – that was the thing that was always the problem for me was that not only were the Bulls bad, they were also like a laughing stock. You know, they weren't just like plain bad. They were like dumb things kept happening. Mm. Uh, dumb figureheads leading the front office and the co and the coaching staff. So now that he actually has a squad around him and guys who like want to play with him and you can actually see that he, he can win some basketball games. I think it's been really cool to see. He looks like he's having so much fun. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, Way smilier. Yeah. <laughs> Getting Dunk hugs the from DeMar. <laughs> yeah, exactly right. <laughs> uh, that's the other thing too. I feel like, I feel like DeMar DeRozan and Kyle Lowry had such a bond that now yeah. like DeRozan will want to pass that on as the veteran. And you see that with the way he is uh, like, he's bonded with their rookie Io DeSunmu as well. Like yes. he traveled oh, three so hours cute. from Chicago to Champaign to go to Io's yeah. Jersey retirement. Like I've driven that drive so many times. There is it nothing, sucks. there's nothing to do <laughs> yeah. from Chicago to Champaign, literally nothing. But he went in the middle of winter to go see this guy, get his Jersey retired. They'd known each other for like months That's at this so point. Cute. I thought that was really cool. You can tell yeah, they're all on the same the page. Sweetest. Together. Very I cool. mean, I have done that drive too and it fucking sucks. There's nothing. Brutal. There's just like <laughs> nothingness. Yeah, farms and until you get to Gibson City and there's a rock and roll McDonald's and you're like, wow, they hung Elvis <laughs> records on the wall. This is crazy. And he did it in the winter. Too. Yeah. It was like yeah, in January. Yeah. Oh, man. All right. Uh, let's look at the end of the all-star draft. This was this is my favorite thing now. right now to me. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna need some size for yeah, sure. Yeah. I'm gonna need some this is size. Katie, and, he's um, got a choice between Rudy and James Harden. <laughs> Terrier. Yeah. yeah. Especially yeah. with Giannis and LeBron James Without playing question. such great basketball this year. 
I need somebody to offset that. So I'm going to go with uh, Rudy Gobert. I agree. I agree. That worked out out nicely. How does he keep such a straight face? I mean, he's he's a troll too. He is oh, a troll. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 See, that's the thing. Durant has definitely turned around his public opinion by becoming a troll on the internet, which I think is very funny. And him and LeBron are like the perfect uh juxtaposition, I feel yes. like, in that clip. Like LeBron is so happy and he can <laughs> obviously tell what's going on as well. So yes. he's setting it up. Like he could have taken Harden with his pick before, but he's like this will be funny if I leave James yeah. Harden and Rudy Gobert. So he's in on it. Durant is in on it. All the guys on the inside set are just like waiting to see what will happen. I thought it was hilarious. Like I love the all-star draft. I think it's one it's, of the best things of the whole season. Me too. It's so, it's funny, so funny. And this was the best one that they've ever had. Like you never yes. get to hear the top players in the league like talking about every other top player in the yeah. league. And then the fact that this happened on like the biggest trade deadline in a decade – on the same, the very same day, just like the craziest stuff. So that was, that was awesome. I couldn't believe like I wanted to go back and rewatch the all-star draft. Like I got to <laughs> see this again. I got to see how LeBron sets up this joke about James Harden. I do think the draft is usually way better than the game. Oh, definitely. <laughs> definitely. Yeah. They should just pick the teams and not play the game. <laughs> like I would rather them like have to pick teams like that and then like give us cameras of them, like just hanging out. Like, or, like a reality show of definitely. like you know LeBron's house and KD's house with it would them be just fucking fun around to have them do challenges like the challenge yes where it's it's more or like survivor or something where it's you have these little challenges to do you picked your team you know yeah i mean make it more of a reality show is that, or that they have to play that um that card game where you have it on your lips. Suck and blow. (laughs) (laughs) Now that, everybody would watch it. That would be a cool all-star Saturday night event. (laughs) Skills challenges canceled. (laughs) There's a clueless quote where uh, Cher says, Elton, can you suck after he (laughs) drops the card? And I just imagine LeBron being like, Steph, can you suck? <laughs> Just furious with Fred Van Vliet. Oh. Come on, man. Because <laughs> you you know that they're doing like fun bonding as a oh, as yeah. a team, and we don't get to see any of that. We just get to see like hints of it at the beginning when they're drafting, and then we see the game, which is almost always boring. It's like let's see you guys like having fun together. Yeah, especially the ones who like are always fighting with each other, like during the season, I want to see them bonding. Oh, definitely. Like, I think um, Joel Embiid and Carl Anthony Towns have had, like, a lot of run-ins on the court together. They guard each other, right? And, you know, they're mm-hmm. kind of similar players. And I feel like Embiid has definitely got the better of Towns and then posted something about him on Instagram. And now they're on the same team <laughs> together. So, like, yeah. that'll be funny to see them in, uh, like, in the locker room together. Uh, remember yeah. Westbrook and Duran, I feel like, ended up on the same team at one oh, point. Yeah. And they were buddies, of course. Uh, but yeah, I, I agree. There could be like a whole all-star house, you know, like summer house or whatever. Just do oh that. Put them together yes. for the weekend. It'd be so good. I love summer house. And I have been begging for a show with NBA players, just like summer house or love Island where they're just forced. I mean, I guess that was Disney world. That bubble. Was the bubble. Yeah. <laughs> but we didn't get to see so much of it was just lost. Yeah. to the ether. Yeah. We, we just... need the whole big face coffee. Yes, storyline. We, need- we need a whole mini series on that. 
oh my god like i i just need this to happen and it probably never will because nobody would agree to it <laughs> they kept saying uh during that draft that yeah all-star is for the fans and it's like if it were really for the fans, you all would stay in a house over the weekend and have <laughs> antics. <laughs> antics. That's what we want yeah. is antics. We're in it for the antics. <laughs> we don't care about a game where you got everybody plays half-assed because they don't want to hurt it, hurt themselves. Yeah. I have to say that whole day, you know, trade deadline ended at noon. So that whole morning was crazy. You know, I was just like, my eyeballs couldn't be removed from Twitter and <laughs> and from our our uh, Patreon Discord because I was just like, what's happening? What's happening? And then that afternoon, the All-Star Draft happened and I was like, God, this day was amazing. <laughs> yeah, it was going on. I mean, it was perfect, like to have Durant be the guy picking with that being the story and it all like happening within hours of each other. Within hours. I, yeah, because yeah. I feel like the I feel like once the trade was official, that was like basically the time they were filming. Yeah. And then that night you had I think it was Suns versus Bucks. I was like pretty smart idea by the NBA to put those teams on the game because they're like. Well, these teams are really good. They're probably not going to trade all of their players. At least we can get a good game out of this. So I thought it was yeah. an awesome day uh, for the NBA. But if they threw all the All-Stars in a house together and they're recording all of their antics, who do you think's best at cracking eggs? Ooh. Serge. Well, he's not an All-Star. Yeah. He's a good cook, though. Yeah. 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 Who's the best cook of all the... I mean, I bet Seth... Uh, I'm sorry. Steph Curry is a... Um, is decent just because he's like a family man. <laughs> sure, helpful in the kitchen at least. Yeah, yeah, he can do His some stuff. His wife's a chef. Yeah, he's you know? probably yeah. He's seen her crack many eggs. Yeah. maybe that rubbed off on him. Yeah, um, I think he's got. That's a good choice. He's probably <laughs> the most likely to have some skills. Yeah, but it would be fun to watch like the rookies or, you know, or the young guys. You know, it's like they've never cooked for themselves in their lives. You <laughs> yeah. know, John Morant right. like making a twelve egg omelet for all the rest of the all stars <laughs> in the house. <laughs> well, there was there was that GQ article that we were just looking at earlier where it was like his he's his mom is still cooking all his yeah. food. Yeah, I love it. I love it. Which I mean is sweet, but also like gotta learn how to cook, 21. Buddy. Yeah, <laughs> gotta grow up sometime. Although I guess he's just famous enough now that he can just hire a chef. Yeah, it would have to be like a hobby, something he really wanted. I'm to getting do. into cooking. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I just remembered something, Trey. Last time we talked with you. Or, or it must have been around that time because I think you had we had just had the All Star Game. There was a joke when Giannis and LeBron were the um, captains captains of the teams. It was James Harden was like one of the last picks, and Giannis said, uh, "I want I want a guy who will pass the ball." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. They're just dunking on Harden every draft. Every draft. <laughs> There's like always something. It's a long running, yeah, a long running tradition to like roast Harden. Yeah. But I I was just thinking about Giannis because he was such a bad captain for the draft. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He just picked all his friends. <laughs> yeah. LeBron's like, oh, well, you know, okay, that guy's an MVP. I guess I'll take him. And Giannis is like, <laughs> yeah. okay, first time. You got to roll with me. I understand what it's like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was he very more about sweet. like being nice yeah. to people. And LeBron's like, well, I want my team to win. <laughs> yeah. Right. Exactly. Which yeah. seems kind of like how it would go. Yeah, it's true. And this, this time KD said, um, I want LeBron to get his first out in Cleveland. So it's a bit fiery already. Ooh. <laughs> we'll see how it goes. Yeah. Unfortunately, 
I, I realized this, you know, we do our fake all-star draft as well on the podcast. And I realized that when we were doing it, that the reason LeBron wins and has the best team every time is that he gets LeBron on his team every time. Right. Like what a cheat true. code. <laughs> He's yeah. like, he doesn't have to waste a yeah. pick picking somebody. He gets LeBron right away. That's true. True. Yeah. And the yeah. first pick, usually, because, I mean, he's usually leading the league. But I don't know. I think the first year they did the draft, they didn't even televise it, right? And they're like, right. the draft happened. Don't worry. These are the results. And everybody's like, we need to see it. So yeah, they put it right. on. And it's been funny, like, every time. Like, whether it be Curry or Giannis or Durant alongside LeBron, that's always good. Like, LeBron is just such a good, like, natural host, I feel like. He's been yeah. doing it for such a long time he's at got this that point. charisma. Even, like, the joke about Harden at the end where he's like, is he healthy? Like, what a <laughs> setup, right? Like, if, it seemed like he'd been fed a line to yeah, keep he, it like, going. Yeah, he knew what he was doing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he's so such good. Such a rascal. I love it. <laughs> All right. Uh, okay, well, let's move on to our – wait, should we watch this – OG in an OG yeah. video. Let's see it. Let's see it. We've got a little extra <laughs> bonus yeah. OG interview. What do you think of the state of Texas? What's your favorite part about it? Well, about what? Texas, the state of Texas. Oh, just what do you mean? Like, what do I like about the yeah. state? What do you like about it? <laughs> I don't know. What do you like about it? <laughs> I like the food, but we're not going to get to enjoy it. <laughs> Uh, I love him so much. He is very funny. Um, as someone who lived in Texas for a very long time, I laughed very hard at this. Um, what about scarves? <laughs> and what about scarves? Um, OG, I just love him. I love him so much. He's very funny. <laughs> I when we were working for NBA TV, we it was a. He must have been, I don't know if it was 2017 or 2018 draft, whatever it was. I was sent to be like a correspondent and I had to like ride the bus with all of the draft prospects and like go seat to seat talking to him for whatever. Wow. Um, so we finish it up and we get completely done with all the interviews and stuff. And OG Ananobi is one of the draft guys. He's like, uh, hey, man, is that a phone charger? Because I had like a travel charger tra- with my phone. I was like, yeah. Yeah. He's like, can I borrow it? It's like, you want my phone charger? He's like, yeah, I'll give it back to you after the draft. And so I gave it to him. I was like, yeah, I got to do this. Like, we'll see if I ever get it back. back." Of course he did. Of course he did. I found him afterwards. He's like, here you go. Thanks, man. I mean, like, he's no nonsense, right? (laughs) I was like, the most straightforward. Hey, do you have, there's a charger. Can I use it? Sure. Okay, I'll give it back because I have to. I thought it was awesome. I was like, I'm going to be a fan of this guy forever. And then he turned out to be like a very hilarious, monotone personality. He's a great character to add to the NBA. That's such a funny story. And I feel like it's very indicative of who he is. Right. Exactly. He's he's not fucking around. He's a very blunt, like normal dude. He'll he'll hit a game winning shot and then just walk away with no notion. Yeah. Very deadpan and to the point. And like, I mean, I didn't really I don't follow college basketball the same way that we follow the NBA. So I didn't really know anything about the guy. And I just thought it was like, this is pretty funny. Like, you know, I'm sure he's 19 or 20 years old. I'm obviously older than that at that point. We've never seen each other in our lives before. He's like, I just need a phone charger. I gotta like I gotta be able to take pictures during the drafts. You know, you don't want your phone dying on the night you're getting drafted in the NBA. So and also the incredible integrity to follow up afterwards and still have it. Oh my I'm God. shocked that he actually yeah. gave it back to you. Reliable um, dude. Love it. <laughs> All right, let's uh, move on to our cutie comment of the week. Each week we highlight our favorite comments made by the members of our Cutie Nation Discord. It's the cutie comment of the week. 
<laughs> this week's comment is from Sherlock. So this is, what is fra- this is from uh, <laughs> Fantasy. Okay. Yeah. So it's it's from the College Hoops channel. Got it. And so one team is called No New Mexico, and one, or I guess it must be North New Mexico. Is that uh, right, Gabe? It is. Yeah, it's North New Mexico. <laughs> but it just says No New Mexico, and then New Mexico, and it has some stats. And Sherlock says, "Battle for the existence of New Mexico." <laughs> oh, New Mexico I have held the it down. Too. Remains wow. a state. New Mexico won seventy-eight to forty-six, so New Mexico gets to remain. Nice. <laughs> New in Mexico existence. exists based on the <laughs> results of this game. Gabe, you love New Mexican food, don't you? I do. My parents live in New Mexico. It's really delicious. You can get uh, what do they eat? You know, a lot of chili sauce, and it's, yeah. it's like a little Tex-Mexy. You you know what you want to do when you're in New Mexico is get um. Get it Christmas, which is like half red sauce, mm. half green sauce. Get it Christmas. Yeah. I like that. Nice. They ask you if you want red or green, and you always got to look them in the eye and say, give me Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> they, understand what, they understand what that is, or is that a game thing? I'm, I've seen my dad do it, so they, <laughs> <laughs> they seem to understand. Gabe's not making this up. No. Um... Okay, I mean, it, I love that. I mean, I like calling something Christmas. That's I not love Christmas. a burrito that's like covered in sauce. Too. I love green chili and I love red chili. So why not mix them together? Yeah, exactly. Sounds smart to me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, if you want to join our, or if you want to be eligible for Cutie Combat of the Week, you have to join our Cutie Nation Discord. Sign up on our Patreon, patreon.com slash ducktown. Trey, thank you so much for being here. Is there anything you'd like to plug? Uh, just the No Dunks podcast. Check us out anywhere you listen to podcasts from YouTube to Podbean. Doesn't matter. We'll be there. You're Hell still yeah. staying strong with Podbean, huh? Bean. Oh, I'm always going to rep for Podbean. I don't know if we have any listeners there anymore, but I want to represent them if we do. You're talking <laughs> about like starting words for Wordle. I'm beans every time. <laughs> 100% of the time. I was wow. like, someday it's going to be beans and I'm going to want to get it right. And then somebody's like, it will never be beans because it has a plural at the end. And I said, well, it sounds like you're doing strategy and I'm trying to have fun out here. <laughs> so do leave they me not do, beans. Do they I not do know. plural? It's in the dictionary. Hey, why not? It's, it counts every time. And it's got a lot of vowels in it. So I don't yeah, feel too I, bad about it. I love it. All right. Well, um, I know a lot of our listeners listen to your show, too. So yeah. if you haven't s- checked it out, then definitely check it out. Um, and thank you to Trey and thanks to all of our cutie listeners for coming on this journey with us. As always, we love you. Love you. Bye. Bye. For more Dunktown content, check out our Patreon. It's patreon.com slash Dunktown. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Dunktown Podcast. I'm on Twitter at echo underscore mint and on Instagram at Agata Monica. Anastasia is on both at Anastasia Vigo. Check out our website, dunk.town. If you like the show, please write us a five-star review on iTunes or wherever you listen. We always really appreciate those. We have t-shirts, stickers, hoodies, and more available for sale at dunk.town slash store. Thank you to Andrea Tomingas for the Dunktown design. And thank you to Andrew Bear for our original music for the show. Sources and references from this episode can be found in the episode description.